I want you to get this fuck where he breathes. I want you to find this Nancy boy, Elliot Ness. I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burnt to the ground. I want to go to the middle of the night. I want to piss on his head. Boys and girls, you are now listening to the new starting quarterback and wide receiver at Bishop Sycamore High School. We're going to win that national championship, well, a high school championship next year. Welcome back to another episode of the Governor Podcast. Your checks and balances of social commentary. Two halves that make one whole, which is a complete asshole. The niggas that you love to hate. Nah, I'm just playing. Y'all don't hate us. We, we, nah. y'all, don't hate, y'all don't hate us. You got a whole episode where they're showing love to you. You can't say nothing like that. That's for all the outside motherfuckers. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> back. Not part of the collective. Exactly. Welcome back to a new episode. My name is Cole Jackson. My name is Shogun. What's happening? Man, we are back for another episode of the Governor Podcast, man. We just got drafted to Bishop Sycamore High School, and I'm ready, man. I'm ready for next season, bro. I don't know about you, but I'm amped up. Next season? I'm starting today. Oh, for real? Yeah, damn dog. They, they, they told I mean, me I had to... just one game. One game ain't gonna be enough to set us back, bro. Are you serious? I'm the right age. I'm the right height. I'm the right talent. I'm just what the team need. <laughs> yeah, I be after that fifty-two-zero loss, then, bro. They need me. <laughs> Who else got the guts to do this? Them, who else gonna them who else gonna, have, them, fuck, them who else gonna have fuck them kids on the back of their jersey, nigga? <laughs> them tenth graders who whooped their ass fifty two to fifty eight to zero, bro. They thirty something and got their ass blitzed by some tenth graders, bro. It looked like Bama. <laughs> like, did you see that game? Roll Tide, <laughs> man. That shit is terrible, man. That is no, it's not. Terrible. No, they got what they deserve. Football. They got exactly what they deserve. You come stepping in here like you ready to fight and you get your ass knocked the fuck out. Hey, you gotta learn. This ain't this ain't here for play play. It's real. Hey, at least they can say they got on ESPN though. I mean, is that a dream? <laughs> for some people, yes. Well, congratulations. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tight. yeah, you you made it to get your ass whooped. Bruh, and then you got beat by 10th some... graders, and you damn near 30 plus, bro. What is you doing? Just hang it up. Just put your jersey up in your, ra- not the rafters, but put it up in like the, the hamper, your closet, the attic. There's some great places you can put that shit because you don't really need this jersey. What's worse? What's worse? What's, the, what's the, worse? No, wait. What's worse? Wait, hold on. What's worse? The fake ass high school or ESPN falling for the bullshit? <laughs> I feel like the fake ass high school because ESPN is supposed to just show you the sports, and they did their job. No, they didn't because this fake ass high school wasn't even supposed to be on here, man. How they get into a fake ass game then? <laughs> Somebody ES- did. <laughs> ESPN messed that up too. They set that up. Nah, Sycamore did that. They had a whole game. Them boys thought they was gonna win too. <laughs> like, yo, 
how you show up and get showed out? Man, look, man. Like, you supposed to have wisdom and experience on these kids. They didn't even score. <laughs> I know. That's like, the, Somebody least had- could, the least you could do is score, dog. Like, you got one job. <laughs> Who was that that Bama just played? A Miami. Right. Miami scored. <laughs> I mean, it was low, but they scored at least. <laughs> you got one job. You you gonna let some tenth graders whoop your ass, bro? Bro, they are grown as men. As those tenth graders, I would be proud as fuck that I whoop these grown ass <laughs> men. <laughs> There's some Hank Hills talking about back in my day, nigga. Go home. <laughs> you supposed to be grilling right now. <laughs> what, what is your wife doing? <laughs> these niggas had to come up with excuses. They calling in on their job just to get their ass whooped. Right. Oh yeah, we got us a win now. <laughs> we got us a win. Who's going to brag about this? I wouldn't. Yeah, bro, I literally. My game's being showed on ESPN. And I still got my ass whooped. That's fucked up. That's all I got to say, man. I ain't never seen no bullshit like that before in my life. But ESPN uh, should do their due diligence, man. Like, I'm just like, hey. Come on, y'all. Did you watch it? Watch what? The game. Why the fuck am I going to watch a high school game? I don't watch no fucking high school. I just wonder if you watched it or not. Mm-mm. You ain't going back and see the highlights? I just looked at the announcer. Was like, <laughs> the announcer was like, "This is this Bishop Sycamore school looks pretty, <laughs> pretty suspect." That dude's got I his mean, kid on the field. They had a whole GoFundMe <laughs> and everything. It was like, "Yo, I mean, we trying." <laughs> Would you donate? Would you help him? Man, I learned my lesson. I mean, they need. Worry. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> they need help, like clearly. They got jobs. Some of these niggas are electricians, I'm sure. Some <laughs> the of these niggas is looking for a come up, and this is it. If we can have the big three and G leagues, why can't these niggas have high school football? Because they're, it's high it's for high schoolers. How you know they graduated? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> high school got an age limit oh, now. This is the GED team, huh? Look at <laughs> look at you trying to limit these men's possibility. You right. You right. <laughs> What was I thinking, man? I'm stupid. I don't know what was they thinking. What was I thinking? I limit. Crazy. I limited these men's uh, possibilities, man. I'm sorry. Everybody gotta have a dream. It's here's a quote. It says, "When I was there, I was 15. Everyone else there was 19 and 20." Boy said, claiming his teammates were grown men. I'm trying to tell you, man, that shit is crazy. Hey man, it is what it is, man. But I don't think it's all on ESPN. I think they use some other party, some other company to get like the matches, and they just had their cameras to show it. Mm. That ain't on them. They feel they feel for the old okie doke. <laughs> they showed it. <laughs> oh man, how was how was your week last week, man? Bruh, I've had a great weekend and I had a great week. So let's see. Um, you know, so let me say let me say this real quick. That's rare for you. Like, usually when you get on the show, you be like, man, my week was, you know. But for you to be like, I had a great weekend, a great weekend. Yeah, I, mean, okay. I mean, I had, I I got nothing I could complain about. So, you know, let's see. At work, we. uh, You slapped someone? Nah. Okay. Nah, just. <laughs> so, so my company has this infinite wisdom. And so what they've been trying to do is cut costs. That's what every company does, especially in pandemic moments. They're mm-hmm. trying to cut costs. Cut them up. So what they've been doing is we have garages where all of the uh, technicians dispatch out of, right? Mm-hmm. 
So these garages are costly because you got to have security, parking, maintenance. You got to have coverage for people there. You got to pay for the utilities of that building. You got to pay for the building itself. And then you got to supply it. So they're like, hey, why don't we combine garages? Because we got less employees. We can combine garages and that'll make things better. Mm -hmm. So they've been consolidating garages and now we got like this overflow of technicians in this one little area but the other issue is the reason they are trying to consolidate is because we've been getting robbed so is it the inside job or some niggas from uh, bishop bishop sycamore see how quick you figure that out it was so simple nigga y'all got gates everywhere what the fuck we got gates that have key codes and somehow the criminals are getting through the gate (laughs) So what they're doing, they're taking all of the, the, the vehicles. They're taking the, our vehicles, right? They just park there overnight. They go through the gates, and they're sawing off the catalytic converter up under the cars, up under the, the trucks and whatnot, and they're selling it through this black market. Apparently, this is a whole like theft ring going on. It's not just eight. It's not just the telecom that I work for. It's it's for like all you know. I guess people probably know our work by now. But it's it's been happening all over. But uh, so they hit us, and <laughs> we realized that they hit us. And okay, so they only got a couple of our trucks. Right. So that we sent those trucks off for repairs. We came back. We got some loaner trucks for the guys while the trucks was being repaired. And then we was back on the road working again. Right. And then they came back and they hit us again. Two times. All right. They got us again. We do the same process. We got less and less trucks because it's more trucks. They still haven't fixed all the original ones. Okay. We back up and going. Third time they hit us. Wait, y'all all got right, hit this, three times? This is getting a little annoying. All right, we're going to figure this out. So they paced it out. We got the guys. Some guys don't have vehicles. They riding with other dudes. They still trying to make it through. And we good. We got all our trucks back up and running. They hit us a fourth time. We've been robbed four times, my dude. Four times. And so now we're like, hey, all the money. Well, this is this was what I told my managers. Like, look, whoever I I see your hand, I'm I'm just gonna keep no, going. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it raised until you call on me. It's cool. I'm just gonna hold <laughs> what, it up. What's your question? Don't y'all got cameras? That would be the, the best question and the first question that anybody would ask. Yes, we do have cameras. Are they monitored? Should be the second question. And no, they're not <laughs> monitored. <laughs> what the fuck? So, oh my so God. the first suggestion was like, hey, why don't we get some security? That idea was shot down. So we've been robbed four times. So these dudes have been coming on our yard, stealing these catalytic converters and riding out and selling it. So you know what they do to get these trucks up and going in a quicker fashion? They don't even bolt them on. They've been using clamps to clamp the catalytic converters back on. And so when the criminals realize that, all they do is get back on the gate, release the clamps, take the catalytics, and sell them again. (laughs) So (laughs) we've been robbed four times. We caught one guy. He started snitching. And that's how we find out it's a bigger thing. I'm telling my manager, like, look, I think this is an inside job. Because how did they know how to get on the gate? I suggested to my manager, just let everybody take their vehicle home. That way we ain't got to, you know, worry about them jumping the fence or coming through the fence and stealing all this stuff. He said, yeah, I suggested that the first time we got robbed and our whoever turned it down. So my idea was like, look, whoever idea was it to consolidate these yards, 
job should now be on the chopping block because we paid thousands of dollars in repairs and these vehicles are still not up and going man that's so crazy as fuck. it's been fun just watching the chaos at work we just come to work and then guys are just standing there like yeah they got me too so we just hop in and two to a job so wear the mask while driving with a with a partner all day that's been quite hilarious Four like four times on my nigga. But you gotta understand, that's a lot of money. It's like a good sixty vehicles on their yard. Yeah, but it's a lot. I'm pretty sure it's even more cameras. Nah, man, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. So certain yards have cameras, <laughs> but the criminals are so smart that they know how to avoid those. Yeah, they don't mess with the yard that has the most cameras, the most security, and has, you know, but yeah, the one that I work at. Hey. We need Sherlock Holmes for this. No, we don't. We need Undercover Brother to find out these super criminals that are taking the Cadillac converters. How did they even know that we was consolidating yards? Did they just look up? Are they stalking us like that? And it's like, oh, they moving them over here. Let's get them. I'm like, bro, something's not right about this. This is an inside job. But anyway... So, this is Labor Day weekend, right? What the fuck is happening? This is a, this. How the fuck do you not? How do you be a tele telecom company and you ain't got no good cameras to catch the fucking thief? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't got no. I ain't got no answers for it. I just worked there. The fuck is wrong with y'all? I walk in there like, oh yeah, shit fucked up again. All right, all right. <laughs> If we get paid, all right, Look, well, I'm good. They owe me a bonus check, and they said, we're going to pay y'all this bonus check when it's convenient for the company. So I don't know when that is. I don't know when I'm going to get my money, so Man. I don't give a fuck about this shit. Now, that's fucked up. Very. That's Very. fucked up, man. They owe you some money, and they was like, well, when it's convenient for the company, well, y'all ain't losing what? money, nigga. They are. <laughs> Thousands of dollars. Well, maybe. No, I mean, because the robberies, people keep stealing stuff. <laughs> Check the cameras, nigga. Mm. Check the cameras. I don't don't even think they have a DVR, so. (laughs) (laughs) Niggas just on there pop blocking and shit. Like, ah, we got you. Them damn damn students from Bishop Sycamore. It's about time they got a good plan. (laughs) They should have did this from the jump. All right. How the fuck do you get robbed in a fucking telecom place? You're a fucking top 100 company. Yeah. Signs of the times, my nigga. No. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Every Everything is quality has been cut. Everywhere you mm. go, quality has been cut. Mm. And so this is just mm. normal. You didn't have to say that, but you right. Hey, it is. <laughs> it is. What <laughs> you didn't have to say that, but you right, bro. I mean... Y'all need to get a a, a nice uh, investigator on the what job. What we gonna do? <laughs> they done got us matter of fact, Matter of fact, <laughs> maybe I should put my what name. We, what we gonna do? Let me put my yeah. name in the hat as an investigator. <laughs> from I graduated oh, from Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> I think I think something's missing here. <laughs> so I'm not a genius. I don't know about you guys, but have you seen the Invisible Man? Maybe he's doing <laughs> he's doing right. this right. I think the mummy, I think the mummy is doing it. No, 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 no. The Joker's up to this crime. I can smell him. Yeah. So it's it's been a interesting week at work. Please, uh, this is Tell him you got an investigative friend. Tell him you got a friend that's a detective. You think they're gonna listen to me? 
I use reasoning and logic, and nobody else does. Mm. So, yeah. But uh, oh, God, speaking of places that don't use reasoning and logic, I spent the weekend in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-mm. I've drunk so much whiskey. I fucking love Nashville. Um, not Jim Bean. Jack Daniels is there, right? Yes. Okay. Well, there's a whole bunch of whiskey companies. But the one that counts is Jack Daniels, though, right? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I just know what it tastes like when it hit my glass. This thing is just like, fuck it, I'll just drink. Yeah. So my girlfriend and I, we took a little weekend trip to New Orleans. Not New Orleans. To, uh, <laughs> you can't get away from that place, can you? I can't, man. Well, I'm trying to go back, to be honest with you. I volunteered. I was like, look, if y'all need some people to go down there to help out restoration, sign me up. I want to go. Yeah. Uh, pray for the people in New Orleans. Nashville pray for you. is boot. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. pray for you. <laughs> I'm gonna take my I'm gonna take my little thing thing with me. The nigga's still riding. No, it, I ain't talking about I ain't talking about that. <laughs> I'm talking about them good times. <laughs> oh no, them good times is over like that. Uh huh. <laughs> my bad. That's all right. Nashville is bougie New Orleans. I can see that actually. They was wide the fuck open. Like at the Alabama game, Alabama versus Miami, you saw the crowd was shoulder to shoulder and it's like COVID doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Nashville. (laughs) The streets was just like, you ever been to Mardi Gras? No, I haven't. You ever been to, have you been to New Orleans? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Um, So New Orleans is just like, wow, there's a whole bunch of shops there's a whole bunch of bars on the street, mm-hmm. and it's just people walking the street going from bar to shop, bar to shop, bar. And it's just cool because it's like no static, no problem, but a whole bunch of drunk people. It's that, but the majority of the people are like country as fuck, mm-hmm. but they bougie at the same time. So <laughs> Nashville got a whole bunch of rich people who got money, and they don't care about showing it. Like I saw a shit ton of Teslas, BMWs, everything else. But um. Uh, the cool thing about Nashville is the culture. Mm-hmm. Like people really respect freedom. And that's mm. a good thing and a bad thing because oh. <laughs> when you respect freedom, that means it's my rights and I get to do what I want. And so there was hardly any mask in sights. Nobody gave a fuck about COVID. Mm. Seen plenty of people coughing, sneezing, blowing their nose in their hand and wiping it on their leg and kept on moving. I was like, if we get COVID, this is the place. This is how it this is how it starts. This is how it starts, yeah. Like, I, you know what? To be honest with you, I think I, I think a lot of places just don't give a fuck no more. We're over it, man. Yeah, I, I said that a while ago. Yeah, I think a lot of places are just like, man, I don't give a fuck. Fuck it. it is what it is. We got the vaccine, and <laughs> that, that's how people that's how people look at it now. We got the vaccine here, so I mean, they, yeah, they listen to the CDC. <laughs> <laughs> I just. At least you had a good time. Oh, I had a wonderful time, man. We went, uh, let's see. Let me see what my notes say. Uh, Nashville is like no other place. <laughs> it's white year round. Oh, I guess I meant. Wait. So white, <laughs> yeah, no, this, this is my, I'm reading my notes verbatim. It says. It's white year round. <laughs> Nashville is like no other place. The white year round New Orleans. I guess I meant, this is like the white people's New Orleans. <laughs> 
it might week. not be like that, but it is today because COVID lockdowns and the storms and Labor Day weekend. But it was just cool to be around people who don't give a fuck. Mm. And so it was cool just being around these people. Like we went to that uh, Kid Rock honky tonk bar. Oh yeah, I seen that on social media. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, this place rings a bell for some reason, and we went in there. It's like a, a five story building. And every level is uh, a different bar yeah. that has a different stage that has a different people playing. <laughs> and so my girlfriend wanted to be, she wanted to go to one of these rooftop parties mm -hmm. and we couldn't find like a decent rooftop place. So we just went into one and just sat down and it was a bunch of MAGA looking people that looked at us and she was wearing like this dashiki dress. I'm wearing this weird hat. Hey, you wearing your Miri hat. Your Miri. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> so I'm out here to get my Joe Buttons on. And so everybody's looking at us. I look at them and they just like, all right, let's keep it going. So they started playing the, the, the country music. I was vibing out to the country music. We was getting drunk. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like we got overcharged. This lady, okay. That's the black tax. I think it was. <laughs> so they brought me, we ordered two. Two drinks, I said, oh no, four drinks in all, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. The receipt showed six drinks. And then they had handwritten on there that all liquor is $12. So six of the drinks were $6 each, right? And then they had up under each one of them $12. So it was like this, 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 this is your overall total. So out of the four drinks, we ended up paying like $70. <laughs> I think you found the thieves that are taking it out of y'all's parking lot. Because <laughs> them niggas just robbed your ass, too. Oh, I got robbed all weekend, bro. Anytime we went out, it was $100. What? I had, I had my car. I'm driving around. We not Ubering or nothing. But anytime we went and sat down, 100 bucks. So For real? It, yeah. Several dr I, so I had my hat on and all this stuff. And uh, several drunk white women were yelling at me and said, one lady said, you look good. And just kept going. Um, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Uh, there was a shit ton of women getting married. Like, you know how they have those double-decker party buses? Yeah. So in, in, in Nashville, they rent out these buses and just ride around the city. And at the top of it, they got like all these little cabana looking things, mm -hmm. chairs and a DJ. And they just play music live. And these women just start twerking and dancing while they're driving down the street. So <laughs> it's just amazing. But the majority of the people on those buses seem to be bridal parties. So we saw a shit ton of brides just going out there. So apparently, I don't know, this might be a thing. It might be a white community thing. I just don't know about it. But. If your girl goes to New Orleans, not New Orleans, Nashville, Nashville. she's going to have a fucking blast. She's turning up. She's going to dance. She's going to be out there drunk as a skunk. Yeah. Huh. And, uh, I just didn't know. You know what I mean? It's, it's cool to see a different type of culture. Uh, let's see what else. Damn. He said everybody people, was getting married out there. People were at the bar talking about the influence of people coming from California to their new city. It was talking about, yeah, the city's filling up. We ain't got no more room because all these Californians are moving in. And one guy was like, I guess we was at the bar talking, so mm. it was like an open conversation. Yeah, I yeah. jumped in there and I was like, yeah, they running. And I was like, man, I felt my Alabama coming out. You know what I mean? I'm sitting there like, yeah, they running from their problems. And then they're influencing my country. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's, damn, it's those kinda, those damn liberals. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm wearing boots. <laughs> my nigga, 
You see these? Hey man, damn you! Go ahead and pull. Go ahead and inside sign the sign the bottom of your Republican card, man. Go ahead, go ahead and sign the bottom of your Republican <laughs> card. Turn it on in. It's it's there. Those damn those damn liberals. They they come over and they're taking over every damn thing. We can't have nothing. Let me tell you, brother. <laughs> Look, I almost walked in and bought me a cowboy hat. Like my my Amiri hats is getting close. I want me a cowboy hat. And I was about to give me some slip on boots. <laughs> I was having a blast, buddy. <laughs> All right, let's see. <laughs> you got that right, brother. Wait, when you when you start, yeah, brother, you got that. When you start doing that, that's when I'm. Up, I can't fuck with you no more. So we was going up to one of these rooftop parties, and it was a whole bunch of white people just going. <laughs> and I got a little bothered, not afraid, but just bothered. I was like, "What are y'all yelling about?" But then it took me a second. Once white people get drunk, they just start yelling. Yeah. And they're having a good ass time. Right. Like it's cool to be around drunk white people as long as they don't start fighting. <laughs> you, know I mean? you just gotta watch for the flags that come out. Like Yo, we was in kid rock honky tonk. It was some Confederate shit around us, but man, they didn't give a fuck. I'm big and black. They didn't care. <laughs> I, <laughs> I want to say something. I want to say it, but I know it's not true. I don't think they care. You know what I mean? Like, we not the issues. Like, I think they are right with most black people. They mad more about, like, Chinese and, <laughs> and Latin people. But it was some Latin folks in this bar with us. And the Latin people was having a good-ass time, too. Like, oh my you know, God. Latinx people, they Republicans for the most part. So, <sighs> you know, as long as you got the same ideology, everything's cool. Right. But, um, <laughs> That's right, brother. That's right. That's right. That's right, brother. You, we're gonna take this country back. Food was delicious. Like, so what's the spe- what's the specialty in? Na- I guess every hot chicken. So that's the specialty in Nashville. Hot chicken, Nashville. Hot chicken, yes sir. So that's what every place had some hot chicken somewhere. I had me some chicken and waffles, and it was too hot for me to eat. <laughs> like <laughs> the temperature wise, not the spice wise, but temperature. It was like fresh out the out the kitchen. And then we look back there behind the behind the bar. We seen this big old gigantic seven foot Negro kicking oh, some chicken. And I was like, Yo. that was Daryl. <laughs> Daryl did it again. <laughs> Daryl was back there. Oh. Daryl was back there. His 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 foster parents are white, so <laughs> that's funny. So walking around, we saw some signs. I took a picture with one of these signs. Man, there was one <laughs> you saw that one. <laughs> <laughs> this dude had a sign that said smile if you masturbate right. and I was like dude I fucking love that sign I was like, <laughs> we was driving when I first saw him I was like we gotta find that guy yeah. so we ended up finding the dude and I was like man I wanna take a picture and so my girlfriend started taking a picture and the dude sticks his fucking tongue out and I'm like yo I'm pulling away from him and she just snapped all the perfect pictures and I had I posted those on my Instagram yeah. um, it's just a culture out there that's different like there was this very Afrocentric black chick walking the street with a sign, and I looked at her and I read a sign and I said, "Yes, ma'am." I held up the black power fist, and I was like, "Her sign said, black bitches matter," and there I agreed. You there you go. <laughs> I mean, how can you argue with that? They can't argue with that. You can't argue with that shit. <laughs> it's like black bitches matter, and I was like, hmm. mm. "I didn't give her any money, but I gave her that." <laughs> That black power fist is solidarity and kept it moving. <laughs> Republican card is getting closer and closer in the mail. I gave the masturbation guy some money. I mean, a, he a dollar. took a picture. No, I gave him five. Yeah, five. Okay, look at 
with you. He was a cool dude. Here you go, man. Then one dude, uh, it was like a homeless guy. He was laying down. He had, uh, I need money for a penis enlargement sign. He said, but I keep coming up short. Uh, <laughs> and I, started, I stepped over him and kept going, but it was funny. That's going to be my sign when I started slumming it. <laughs> just, just random bars. But it's so uh, funny 65. to see the divide in the people. Like you see, you can clearly see the class system in Nashville. Like the way they keep out the undesirables is by having a certain price tag. You know what I mean? Like hmm. I can't afford to do this every day, but it's such a nice trip that it's worth the weekend visit. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I'm I afraid to look at my bank account because I was just swiping, swiping, swiping it up. Sometimes that's what happens when you have a good time, though, man. Sometimes oh, yeah. you like cost me damn. I think I'm gonna have a good time and be like, "Fuck it." So sometimes that's what happens. It's just like you know what, fuck it, man. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna live it up, pay the consequences later on. Yeah, for the people listening, if you're thinking about going to Nashville, I highly recommend it. Some places to check out: the Porterhouse is a speakeasy. Is is hidden? Um, <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. You had me to that last part. I don't want to go no hidden. Speaking, well, it's, it's like around some high class like apartments. I don't want to go hidden. It doesn't have a sign or a door that says, "Hey, this is the place you need to go." But it's one of the dopest looking bars ever. Mm. I say looking because I went in there and I just wasn't dressed to be in that place, so we ended up leaving. <laughs> so uh, the porterhouse definitely. A go Patterson on, house. nigger. I'm sorry. It's called the Patterson. House. It was a bunch of Asian people. It was <laughs> Wait. Hey, stop Asian hate. Asian. So the Patterson, they must have been there to see uh, Black Panda. I'm hearing it's doing well, so I don't know. I, I tried watching it. I watched the bootleg version, and I fell asleep on it. So I was like, mm, I might need This ain't no Black show. Panda here. Well, I was acting like a panda. I went to sleep. So uh, the Patterson house, that's definitely a place to go. The uh, distillery. That's where I got like the best catfish french fries and my girlfriend ordered like some hot mac and cheese with hot uh, chicken on top of it. Mm. That was dope. So far, all the food, it's just like, it's just like uh, New Orleans. Like the food is just good there. You know what I mean? It's a little pricey, I would, but it's. I, I would honestly say that I think the Southeast as a whole, I don't think you can go damn near anywhere in the Southeast and have bad food. What is our thing? What's Birmingham's food? Wings. Mm. Wings. You might be right. Wings. I don't think anybody can touch Birmingham when it comes to wings. Hmm. I mean, I don't know what, what does Atlanta do. <laughs> Name I mean, it. I know they do everything. <laughs> Name it. Saying, like, what do they? Know? Well, shit. I can't say what they're known for. What is their food? <laughs> Name it. <laughs> it yeah. changes on a monthly basis. According to how the wind blows. Oh, you said is that a Pride <laughs> Month joke? Is that what you're saying? Well, <laughs> <laughs> mm. you know, mm. no, Birmingham is <laughs> no, Birmingham is known for wings, man. Mm. Wings. I think. I think if okay. you, I think if any, if anything, if you say Birmingham, I think a lot of motherfuckers will say wings. At least on Twitter, that's what everybody be right. talking about. And it's a, there's a lot of wing spots around here that people will will champion outside of. Uh, you know, they'll put up mm-hmm. against anybody anywhere else. So I feel like Birmingham is gonna be like Nashville in about ten years. Like the outside culture of being able to go around and bar hop and go to different places. We have that here. It's just it's very small. You know, if if we could 
I guess we got like an entertainment district here, but it's just not to that level. Mm. But uh, I figured it out, man. Like the way to make any business work is you get a, a side of the building and you paint some graffiti on it and make some wings. <laughs> if you make some wings and a catchy statement at the bottom, people come to your building just to take a picture. Mm. They ain't going to go inside and order something. Like That's what that what was that happening in Nashville. Man, just about every building that had graffiti. I got several. <laughs> <laughs> so it's dope, though. Like, I, I really had a good time, me and my girl, when we just kicked it for the weekend. Yeah. It was definitely dope. So, gotta have these 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 trips during these tumultuous times because, you know, shit's just crazy right now. Yeah. I feel but, you, man. Yeah, man. Nashville sounded like it was a, it was a blast. It was. It was definitely a blast. How was your week last week? It was all right, man. Nothing nothing major happened in, in my life, man. Just same old same. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing n- nothing major. Like, my shit is usually pretty boring. <laughs> so, it just, it just, it just, it, it is what it is. I got to go. Choice. I got to go by that. Nigga, I'm not trying to get out of here for real. I feel you. <laughs> you change you change your profile pic. That usually changes up the little things. I know the inbox is a little hotter. Hell no. Ain't no don't nobody hit my inbox, nigga. The fuck you mean? <laughs> oh, you drinking. Why? <laughs> my bad, you drinking. Nobody hits my this inbox. Is fire water. <laughs> so I did I have mean, a, the, the oh, wedding pictures came out. They look pretty dope. Man, let me tell you something. Right. That is one of the greatest weddings I've ever went to in my life. I think that is the greatest one. Like previously was the the last Beast Logic wedding, but this one tops it. This yeah, this one took the cake. I think it was it was awesome. We had some pretty fire ass pictures. Um, the people, the people made it amazing. Just that day, man. Being able to share that day with Beast, man, that was that was some cool shit. And just a, we just it was a lot of different things that happened that day. As far as like. Mm-hmm. The moment with Beast, and then um, you know, with uh, with the with the father of the bride, and he was kicking knowledge and meeting new people, and the reception was fire as hell. It was just a good, it was just a great black wedding, man. It was it was amazing. I I loved yeah. every second of it. And then yeah. I didn't think the picture was gonna come out as good as it. Hey, I'm not the only one that had some 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 good pics. You pulled up and you was looking rather dapper yourself, brother. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was a tux. <laughs> That's I what I said. That's what I said. I didn't figure it out. I said the nigga in the tux will make it every time. Hey. <laughs> I was like, look at my shiny ass head. <laughs> Shit, I was like, man, uh, was like my, my favorite was the group pitches. Like it just mm. the camaraderie between everybody. It was it was on display, so it was awesome. Yeah, I thought I thought it was I thought it was dope, man. I thought it was yeah. dope as fuck. That whole situation was good, bro. Yeah. Um, I wish people would like my pictures. When I put up shit to support, <laughs> like yeah. nigga, people were liking my, my pictures of my tux, I was like, "Hey, nigga, I got a whole fucking media company going on with some podcasts and some other shit happening." Well, like them. Now you, now you know what the secret is. Post that with you in the picture. <laughs> I gotta have a tux on every time. Crop that picture. <laughs> like this is what I'm telling you. You have, have you in the just, middle of it. just holding in my hand, okay. like the dude with the sign. Yep. That'll work, hey. man. <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. Uh, rest in peace to Michael K. Williams, man. Um, one of my favorite actors. <sighs> he was Omar from The Wire, one of my favorite characters of all time. He he died. Omar coming. 
he died, man. Um, found him in his in his ho- in his uh apartment. Apartment. Apparently, it was a hearing overdose. Addiction, real man. Addiction is real as fuck. And I think the worst part about all of it is just he just did that tribute to DMX, mm-hmm. and then now he's gone. Yeah, it's like you got to check on your strong friends, man. Well, like, th- this is not his first time um, dealing with addiction. Um, he's had some things in the past. Drug, he's had drug problems in the past also, and um, gotten past them. And you know, it felt like everything was going good with him, man. And 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 they're still, it's still as of this time that we're recording, they're still really investigating it because they say it's a heroin-like substance that was there, fentanyl. But I, man, I just I hate it. I hate I hate that that happened, man. He had yeah, a lot you would more think somebody of his stature would have better drugs. You know what I mean? But or you just, don't know. Or just leave him alone. Well, it's hard. It's hard sometimes for certain people. Yeah, it's, an, it's an addiction, man. Mm-hmm. And but the issue is we don't know. Fentanyl is fucking up America right now, mm-hmm. and so it could have been laced. It could have been contaminated. He could have did an overdose. You you just don't know. Yeah. So yeah. Just, Gotta leave that shit alone. Yeah, man. I, I feel really bad that uh that he had to die that way. Had a lot more work to do, man. A lot more roles. He played several different roles on, on um in movies and TV. And He's gonna be in the next battlefield. Well. I mean, they they can't take the man out. They already showed the trailer with him in it. Yeah, man, but uh, I mean, I think some of them companies, if they if he died because of drugs, you know them some of them companies don't look 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 at that as a as a as a good thing you know what i'm saying I, who knows he might stay but I, I i think if they look at it as as him dying because of a drug addiction or something like that mm. they might they might cut him out i hope i hope they don't but who knows you know what i'm saying like a lot of these yeah. companies really look look at their i think they'd be more looking at their how their image is going to be other than like the person who well, this is a perfect clout machine for them. They're going to be like, well, rest in peace, you know, drug awareness. And then, boom, they're going to sell some DLC off mm-hmm. his ass. Damn. So who that's, knows? That's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up. But yeah, you don't man. Think they'll do shit like that? No, I, I mean, I, come on, bro. Look who you're talking to, bro. Yeah, right. of course. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure. I'm like, I, am I that far at the ballpark? No, no, no. I, I know that. I'm just saying it's that don't make it any less fucked up, man. No, you're right about that. I don't make it any less fucked up. Can I segue before we go to Certified Lover Boy? Sure. Before we go to that, because <laughs> there's some shit that's certifiable, but I don't know if it's a lover. But uh, this boy is definitely into it, and it kind of got the whole internet going into a tizzy. So I just sent you a video clip. It's in the chat. And I just want you to play this for us because people are kink shaming out here. Kink shaming? How dare they? I started. I, I, I built. I'm, I'm building. I'm building a thing. Franchising. So, so it's the Eater Booty game. I'm building a franchise up now. I, I, now I'm getting the women to support the Eater Booty game. Wait, 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 wait. Come on, talk. Wait, wait. Who is it? Wait, wait, wait. When you say women to support the Eat Booty game, you're yeah. saying women is eating the booty? Yeah, women oh, eat the booty. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. I don't know where to make noise for that or not. Yeah, I get eight out. Yeah, wait, wait, what? You don't have your legs in the air though. It depends. <laughs> Bruh. People have the nerve to shame Trick Daddy for getting his ass ate. 
I mean, you're right. They should be kink shaming this man because mm-hmm. of what he does. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. If he get eight out, he get eight out. I think it's the term eight out. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> like, it just don't sound right, my dude. Like, you get what? Yeah, I get eight out. What? I don't, I don't know about that. Maybe you get nibbled on or something, licked or something. Like, he said he, got, he said he get eight out, and that's what he get. Hey. He, he put his legs up in the air, and that's what it is. Hey, all right. I mean. Do you think it's okay? For what? For a man to get eight out. I, I can't comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we've dabbled. We've all done it. Oh Somebody's yeah, licked or something. Yeah, I've I've, I've had my ass. Like, Ugh, you nasty girl. Hey. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> it was it was it was it was not so bad. That's why I'm shocked by people hating on this dude. I, I'm not I, hating, but if Trick shocked. Daddy was a, a if Trick Daddy looked different, if it was Idris mm-hmm. Elba who was saying that, it wouldn't even be a problem. Yeah, you're right. They're they're more like oh this duh. This terrible looking ass nigga trick daddy that be getting his ass ate out. Who's eating his ass? That's what basically most people on social media was like. Who's eating his ass? I'm just like, it's I mean, there's, out there. there's a lot of ladies that like trick daddy. I mean, he, I'm sure the majority of the women that I've talked to wouldn't mess with a trick daddy, but somebody <laughs> out there feeling them. That's what I'm saying. So I don't see what the problem. I don't see what the problem is, man. Like trick trick daddy is has been this type of nigga for a long time, and that that's the all he gonna ever be. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. I think that he should continue. He but he been an eat a booty game nigga for a long time. For a anyway. long time. And and this is what one of the comments says: a real grown man doesn't have to kiss and tell or get kissed and tell. In his case, shame on him. As an old as old as he is, he must be new to getting it done. Because if he knew. <laughs> If he was used to something, he would not have to brag. I don't know. That's what somebody said. I don't think him. he was bragging. I think, like I said before, a few years ago, that was when he was on the Breakfast Club. That's what he said. He probably eat a booty game. That's where the whole eat a booty game click came from. That Breakfast Club interview. So I don't know what people are talking about or where the fuck they coming from with that shit. But he been on that for a minute. Is it? I don't think this is something that you asked for. What to get get your ass in? Yeah, just be like, how oh no, that conversation up, like, hey baby, hey man. Know? Sometimes it just happened. That happened to me. <laughs> well, that's, she just exactly. did it. Like it wasn't by choice. Like it just happened. Right. I was like, okay. hey, what are you doing? Was your legs <laughs> up in the air? Nah, I was standing. He's <laughs> like, I'm a I'm a respectable man. Yeah, I, I was standing up. <laughs> she made me turn around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was getting arrested. Yeah. That's exactly how it happened. And, she, and then she lifted my sack, and I was like, what are you doing? Were you there? <laughs> You're explaining uh, it so well. Ma'am, ma'am, I am a boy. <laughs> Put my shit down. Yeah, she turned, she turned, she said, turn around. And I was like, hey, don't do that. She was like, don't, don't do that. <laughs> she was like, don't worry. It ain't, it ain't that. And, and like, hey. you, then you got that moment of silence. You just like, did I enjoy that? I don't know. I did though. Uh, it was it was pretty good. Uh, she knew what she was doing. So, ladies, normalize doing that wild shit for your man. <laughs> he might be into it. <laughs> not to normalize. Yeah, we got to normalize it. It's not. It's hey. If you can slut shame, if you if we can't slut shame, I should say, if you can't slut shame, you can't kink shame. 
But this man is he returning the favor. See, I ain't returning the favor. He returned the favor. Yeah, trick daddy eat eat ass too. Oh. Yeah, I ain't returning no I ain't returning the favor now. I don't eat ass. I gotta like you. <laughs> I mean, how much? I gotta really like you. <laughs> you know, like, I like the couple of your Facebook photos and some shit like that. Right. <laughs> right. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, I'm down there. <laughs> yeah, you I got, my tongue long like venom, so I, sometimes I slip up. <laughs> <laughs> Let there be carnage. <laughs> Yo, I fuck with it. Oh, yeah. So, I just wanted to throw that out there, man. I got one more thing kind of like that, but we can go ahead and talk about these lover boys. Uh, well, before we can move on, I ain't never ate no ass. On, on you ain't missing nothing. It ain't. It ain't wonderful. <laughs> that nigga said you ain't. <laughs> what the fuck? What you think it's gonna taste great? It don't. <laughs> you just be like, ah, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> nigga gotta talk without using his tongue because you don't want that shit in your mouth. We go together. <laughs> <laughs> you damn straight. We married now. <laughs> I do. Lick your ass. <laughs> That push it to you. I just don't think I found the right one yet. So, <laughs> yeah, especially if you smell something, if there's any kind of odor, there's definitely gonna be a twang in that taste <laughs> like melon. <laughs> no, it ain't gonna taste like a melon, my nigga. <laughs> you ever had Diamond Tap? <laughs> it tastes like the unflavored version. <laughs> You just you ever, said, a, you ever had a Bloody Mary? <laughs> it's like that, but nastier. <laughs> oh, I think my drink kicking in. This nigga <laughs> said Dimatap. Oh my god. Oh shit. <laughs> Unflavored Dimatap. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> so, so normalize what it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> See now, now I'm gonna get all the hate because it's just like, oh, you mad about hand jobs that you don't eat no ass? That's the first thing. Wait, there's, there's levels to this, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> you you jump from hand jobs to ass eating, like whoa. Where's that? I'm, I'm still on the tutorial mission. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Wow, oh, that, that is a hell is of a clear. that's a hell of a jump, though. That's a huge jump. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Damien, I am a boy. <laughs> oh my God. Nah, yeah, I haven't found the right one that uh eat, eat, eat. I don't even how do you I don't even know how to have that I guess you gotta ask. I That's don't what know. I'm saying. I don't think you should ask. A woman? You gotta ask what a woman she, for anything. What she exactly but what if she <laughs> what if she's not into this and you ask it? Oh, I'm she, talking about eating her ass. Oh. Oh. Cause I'm pretty sure some women out here just gonna be the I, I, that's just gonna do it. I, I think niggas just test test the water and niggas. I'm probably talking about myself. You just down there, you test the waters. You just be like, yeah, I'm licking this one. Move up a little bit. Ah, lick that one. Move back down and then see how she react to it. He said, "When I'm saying niggas, <laughs> I mean me. <laughs> what is wrong with us? Why are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> My cup is now empty. So you know." What are we doing here, man? Good God. I thought that was hilarious, but this what nigga. are your thoughts on oh my God. certified lover boy? 
Oh my god. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> we say niggas. You mean me. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. god. Uh solid album. Hmm. Solid. I think it was a solid album, man. I've I've gone through this album at least four times. It's solid. It ain't no classic. It ain't his it ain't by far his worst album. It ain't his best. <laughs> But it damn sure ain't his worst, man. I think it was solid. I think it was a solid album. I think Drake, Drake did what he had to do, and I, I, I like it. Twenty one songs. Yeah, I, I, I think for the most part, um, he touched a lot of different sides of him. I guess you got singing Drake, you got Houston Drake, you got Drake that's done got these women using him, um. And his feelings. Yeah. So, not the bottle. <laughs> just finish, I had to it, finish it. Just out. finish it out. Yeah. Um, no, nah, man. I think he. I think he put a solid album out. I think that he. I, I need people to chill out with the with the with the Jay Z quotes from Jay Z's verse on the album because what you mean? Jay Z said this in four four four, so it ain't he ain't saying nothing new. Why? Okay, let's, let's expound upon that. What are the quotes that you're concerned about the, that Jay-Z the, was saying? The main thing that he had said on here and everybody's quoting is, y'all know the price of everything, but the value of nothing. And I'm just like, okay. That's like, legit, though. But he said all of this on 444, my nigga. Like, and you acting I, like these casual hip-hop listeners are listening to 444. Now, that's a lot of hip-hop heads out here that's doing the same shit because they're just... That's, that's Drake's specialty. Like, that's what I really go for Drake for. He's a caption rapper. Like when you listen to Drake, you look for those hashtag bars, those those captions that you can put on your photos. He even rapped about it. He's like, they my pitches, they words be under my pitches and under their pitches and stuff. I mean, that's Drake. He's got several songs where the hook is something that you know somebody's gonna post in a caption. Mm. I just I'm just trying to get people to just kind of chill because Jay said this on four four four. So just like I I get it, y'all. Like y'all are smart now. <laughs> y'all know how to y'all know how to trade stock trade and all this other shit so good i'm co- i'm conflicted with this album on first listen i really enjoyed it mm. on second listen i started dissecting and breaking it down right now i think i think i like the kanye album more mm. that's because i'm a, a i'm an audiophile like i really enjoy sounds like i am impressed and intrigued by how Kanye put those sounds together. Now, mm-hmm. are they better songs? Hell no. Drake makes a better overall song. You can sing it. You can listen to it. You can rap it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Drake does something amazing where he can make just your day-to-day life sound like extravagant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this dude raps about his relationship issues and how they became, you know, and stories into how they fed into these songs and whatnot and and it's cool it's it's you can relate to it mm-hmm. kanye didn't have the relatability in his album mm-hmm. so when you listen to this drake album it's like man this is way better than kanye because you understand what he's talking about you've gone through some of those emotions mm-hmm. and and he and then he throws in like the whiz bang stuff it's like yeah i give you this money because i'm drake but you know i'm still in my my emotions and mm-hmm. my feelings and you helped me discover that yeah so it's like He's feeding a mass audience of people who's really looking for this. Like, I feel like this is what did what do they call it when you 
confirmation bias i think that might be the word it's like when when people already have these ideals set and then somebody comes by and confirms what they already thinking Mm -hmm. i think that's what drake does just to a nice beat yeah uh, the beginning of the album starts out with Masego, and I was like, yo, Masego's on this. He got the poster. He's saying Masego's going to be on it. I'm a Masego fan. I can't wait to listen to it. And then when he starts playing, his fucking Navajo. Like, bro, that's not saying Masego's on this album. That's saying that you sampled Masego. Like, fuck out of here. Where is Masego? Yeah. Game did this album better. Born to Rap is what Champagne, well, Certified this nigga said champagne poppy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been drinking, man. Born to rap is what certified lover boy is. Like this game has Masego on his album singing mm-hmm. a new song. Mm-hmm. Like I don't understand why Drake didn't capitalize on it. Now the sample is amazing. The way he he chopped up Navajo and mm-hmm. made it into a whole song, and then he played more of it, and then blends into another song, and he comes back to it. Mm-hmm. That's great. And it's going to introduce a lot of new fans to Masego. But, God, he's so much more talented than just that one song. Yeah. But yeah, I like that song, uh, Poppy's Home. I, I rap that. That's traditional Drake. I think know. I think the first, honestly, I think the first six songs is like a nice little, nice mm. little run until you get to Way Too Sexy. I, do I not, fucking hate that song. I don't get it. It messed up the whole flow of the album to me. And I'm like, bruh, like, and then right after that, it seems like the arrangement of the album is oh. just all over the place for me. No, 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 no. They're, okay. Let's let's talk about Way Too Sexy. Have you seen the video for that? Mm-hmm. The video explains the song because it's a parody. Right. Once you watch the video, the song is better. But listening to the song is horrible. Mm-hmm. I hate Future. Like, I get, like, you know how you, when you look at a woman and she's very attractive, and you're like, oh, I'm attracted to that person. Like, her energy is different. I get the complete opposite with Future. Right. I hate that nigga. Like, mm-hmm. I do not fuck with Future. And anytime I hear his voice, I'm just like, y'all could have just left him off of this. Mm-hmm. He don't add shit to this song. Right. Talking about she going to fuck me for the AP. Like, bro, stop it. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear that shit. Right. Right. And it's not jealousy. It's just, nigga, you fuck too many chicks. Like, she's stupid if she fuck you. Anyway. <laughs> So, I, I the Jay Z verse that was it was cool. Y'all know the price of nothing. All right, mm. we could take it or leave it. I think Kanye probably had a better Jay Z verse because he was talking about this is what Braille sounds like. I was like, that's kind of dope. Mm. Um, TSU. Hey man, I fucks with I, it. I fuck with it too. It's Houston Drake. That's early days of Drake. So if you're a fan of Drake, when you hear him going back to his roots of mm-hmm. UGK inspired songs, you're gonna be like, "All right, let's let's go." Then he had but OG he's telling Ron, the story. OG Ron G produced this shit too. He's telling the story here. He's telling the story about a stripper who fucked up, asked Drake for a loan. Drake gave her the loan. She gave Drake some head. She moved to another city and then fucked up in the new city. And now she coming back asking for forgiveness. I need more money, please. And so Drake was like, I ain't going to throw it at you. I'd rather just hand it to you. Like, that's some player shit. You know, I understand where you're going with it. But the cadence of his flow, like, I ain't going to try to read the lyrics. But if you listen to this and catch the cadence. Sorry, I'm looking it up. He's like. 
Uh, I'm not going to attempt to sing it. So when he's talking about she's riding around and sliding down, the cadence kind of flow with like a children's story. Mm. It seems like maybe he's reading books to Adonis and then now he found like a, a, a template for him to write this song because it, it kind of flowed like a go dog go type situation because it had a rhythm, it mm. had a rhyme, and mm. it also still told a story. Mm. But it worked. It's like... She's going legit now, and she's asking for money. It's, yeah. it's I got a business. It's a cool, yeah, it's, <laughs> she's got a business plan, but she ain't rolled it down. It's like, all right, everybody knows a chick like that. It's right? Like, yeah, I'm about to start a business. Right? And did shit to start my business. Right. I just think he found a way to make it very digestible to talk about a terrible situation, but it's very relatable. Mm-hmm. And so, from here, from TSU, all the way down to maybe the. Uh, no friends in the industry. Mm. From TSU shout into out, deep. Shout out to 3-6. TSU into deep. Pipe down. Yabba's heartbreak. No friends in the industry. I think that collectively, that those one, two, three, four, five, five songs. Yeah, that's a new I think, little run too. I think that is all dedicated to Kanye West. I think this is all a connected diss. Like in my head, this this album is very hollow if you just listen to it. But then if you listen to it and then be like, well, what if he's dissing Kanye? Mm. That adds a little bit more spice to it. And so it's like <laughs> he's in too deep because he started fucking around with Kim K and now he's too far and he's talking about your dude done fell off twice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is uh I don't know. It just seemed like maybe he's dissing Kanye through there. Pipe down is about some woman who keeps telling his business. And he's like, what What I got to do? How much I got to pay you to shut you up? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then he goes to Yaba's Heartbreak. So that's his song that he's like, I'm broken over this chick. And then he comes back with the hardest diss track on his album talking about no friends in the industry. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that song. That song is awesome. That, yeah. Fair Trade, yeah. that and Fair Trade are two, like, they tied for me. Both Fair for, Trade uh, is another caption rap. Talking about, uh, what did he say? Losing Friends. And gaining peace seems like and a fair trade to me. Yeah. So it's a setup. Somehow he got there. I think he said twenty nine G five parked outside, losing friends. I don't. I don't remember the line. But anyway, the fair trade. That's a dope song. But mm-hmm. that's one of those capture raps. You're gonna see people quoting that. Uh, Knife talk with twenty one savage. Fucking love that. Twenty one killed all his features. How is Drake talking this gangster shit? But it's Drake. I mean, he's done songs like this before. I know, but it don't work. But it worked. Mm. <laughs> um, seven a.m. on the bridal path, a br- bridal path. That's the I now. Skip, that's the that. that's the actual Kanye diss. I skipped that shit so hard. Yeah, like it kind of the the place the 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 album kind of gets a little all over the place mm-hmm. from here on out and it's just like alright but yeah from here on out I think I only listen to one more song and that's the one with <laughs> Lil Wayne and Rick Ross yeah they he he got good Wayne on Wayne <laughs> murdered yeah the arrangement kind of goes all over the place after 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 um, Knife Talk to me yeah but it's still a, to me solid album ain't nothing wrong with something solid I think a lot of people keep putting pressure on trying to get classics and i'm like you know like in this era i don't think um 
people are looking for classics. They're looking for streams. Be like, as far as artists are concerned, they're looking to get music streamed. They're looking to get their stream numbers up. They're not looking to put together um, a work of art or a classic album. But I feel like the the I feel like the the album is a solid album. And I know a lot of people have trashed it and be like this is trash, this is garbage. I'm like, actually, it's solid for Drake. What, did they give any reasons why it was trash, or did they just say it was trash? A lot of people just don't. It, it's not what they wanted, and I'm like, well, what did y'all want? <laughs> That's what I I don't understand is, <laughs> like, I need more information. Like, if you say it's trash, give reasons to why it's trash. It's the internet, man. Like I said before, like the internet is going internet, bro. It, they're gonna do what they want to do. Nobody's gonna ever be happy with whatever comes out. Same thing with Donda. People was mad about the Donda album. It was like this ain't what I wanted, and I'm just like, bruh, this nigga's basically putting out spiritual music. Like he ain't really doing like the hardcore rap shit like he used to do. He's he's a, he's putting out spiritual shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it ain't I, it ain't what you it ain't what he used to do. I think what I saw somebody said that Kanye not Kanye that. Drake didn't do anything experimental. And then I heard the the opposite was Kanye did so much experimental shit. Why don't he just make a normal album? It's like, all right, if you get the normal album and you still call it trash, then you get the experimental album and you call it trash. What the fuck do you want do as you a want? consumer? What do you want? So that's what I'm I'm kind of confused what with consumers. Want? It's like it's good music. Which one has more replayability? Mm. And I think at this point, Kanye does. Mm. I hate to say it, but Kanye has more replayability for me because I like those sounds that I'm hearing. Drake mm-hmm. is very boring. Mm-hmm. Like people talk about J. Cole being monotone and just rapping like, damn, Drake. Like the singing, he ain't the best singer and then he ain't the best rapper, but he's mm-hmm. just the best at putting it together. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, I like I said, man, it's far from his worst album, and mm-hmm. it's not the best album he's put out. So I'm good with a side. Like I said, I'm good. If, if somebody can come out with a side of the album and give me enough uh, songs to go back, because I've actually gone back to this album quite a few times. Right. And then I have to, for me to listen to Kanye, I got to be chilling and I got to like listen. Like I got to be able to hear it because Kanye's album is an experience. Yeah. And I like that. I like that he put together an album that is more of an experience. Now, ask you a quick question. Um, mm-hmm. How do you feel about the whole situation with Andre 3000? Do you know about this? I've, I've, I haven't really followed it, but I think what the gist of it is that Drake somehow got a leaked copy of the song that Kanye dissed Drake on. And that song has a feature of Andre 3000. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you heard it? I listened to what Kanye said, and I heard him say Drake name a few times, and I was just like, I don't really give a fuck. Did you listen to I, 3K's verse? Nah. That nigga said some beautiful shit. <laughs> that nigga said some beautiful stuff, bro. And I'm just like, because he was basically talking to his his dead parents and asking them to talk to Donda and add, like, Miss Donda, could you talk to my mom and my dad and ask them these specific questions about why these things happen in my life and stuff? Like, man, that shit was amazing. Yeah, I've seen the articles talking about it, saying that uh, the reason why Outkast haven't put out music is because big, uh, not big boy. 3K didn't know how to like handle the death of his mother. Mm-hmm. So, so it's crazy, man. I think um I think what that, you, what, do you, what how do you feel about it? About the situation? Yeah. At, man, I I think I said it on Twitter, man. It's fucking embarrassing, man. Like the thing is, it's like 
One, you leaked the song out, which kind of backfired on you because everybody's just like, yo, this is probably the best song that was on that, that was supposed to be on Donda and, and everybody loves this song and Drake thought he was doing something by leaking it. Um, I think just like the thing about did, Oh, go ahead. How did Drake get a copy of it? Hey nigga, who knows? How did Pusha T find out Drake had a kid? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it, it's not. You're not supposed to leak out. Like, I understand there's many people in the studio, and anybody could export the song. But mm-hmm. it's just like Kanye. This is your camp. Somebody's leaking information. The same way Drake camp was leaking information. Yeah. You shouldn't have a leaked disc record. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I don't know, man. I feel like because Andre three thousand put out a statement. He was like, "Look, man, I." I basically got the song, put down my vocals, put my raps out. He said the copy, he said what I got, none of that diss stuff was on there. I just did my verse and sent it back to him. And next thing I know, it's a diss on the album. And I was like, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like 3K put out this beautiful verse for um for Kanye. Mm-hmm. And then you do that. It's... Mm, is this, I don't know if it's shady. fucked up. I mean, it's your album. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, man. But well, you didn't listen. You don't know the content of what Andre Three Thousand said. Like, if you heard his verse, you would kind of be like, "Yeah, I don't think you should have put no dis." Dis. I mean, I I understand what you're saying. I'm not saying that is a right or wrong. But if you've sent a verse for somebody to have your verse on this album, that artist can do whatever he wants with your verse. Right. Right. But yeah. I, I think I, I think you know you need to kind of. If somebody sending you something that sounds like that, maybe think twice before you put a diss track on something that that somebody sent to you in a in a when he's talking about his dead parents. I just I just mm-hmm. feel like that wasn't right. You know what, what I'm saying? What was what was Kanye saying in a diss song towards Drake? Uh, like uh, he the, said like he diss? said he said I told Drake not to mess with me. That's on. G- I thought you heard it. That's on GD or whatever. I listen, but I ain't listen. Right. You know what I mean, well, if you get a copy, of, if you get a copy of the, if you get, if you get a copy of the song, it'll better be able to de- uh, detail it than what I can tell you. Well, well, what I'm saying is, it's not an effective disc because there's nothing memorable about it. It doesn't affect Drake in any way. So, what was the goal of this song? You know what well, I mean? I mean he didn't, seen- but he didn't even put the song out. Well, I know, but it was recorded, it was made, and it just seems like it falls flat on itself. Clearly, because one, you think it was ill in ill in taste because he shouldn't have. He had this great feature of Andre three thousand, and then he raps over it, and he's dissing Drake. Well, he could have made a masterpiece of a song, and he just wasted it. Mm. But then the diss wasn't even worth anything because I can't even remember any shit about it. I thought I heard him say something about Kim K. Like I told you not to mess with her, but apparently she messed with Drake way before Kanye was around. She's a whore. Like <laughs> Drake had a line on his album talking about I've counted up the number of dudes that she's been with. Like mm. I don't know. It's just messy. It's nasty. And I, I think these dudes, they got way too much money to be worried about what some woman's doing. Like, figure your shit out. Mm. Well, next time, guy, next time, Kanye, just respect the game, man, and, and respect getting a, a a verse from somebody who's putting their heart out on a, on a song. That's all I, that's how I feel about it. All right. Anything else? Yeah, no, nah, I ain't got nothing else. Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for the one and only. Right, right, right. Miss Mother-
Get started with Rundown. 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 Look at my African American The Rundown is where Shogun and myself take news topics from our education from Bishop Sycamore and we read them out and then we try to win football games with them. There you go. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I had that as one of my topics, but I'm going to go ahead and do something a little bit different. We're going to talk about bodies because uh, I think I got maybe a theme kind of going on here. Um, Bring on the fat chicks. Wow. <laughs> I was I was I was gonna talk about the calls of veterans suicide hotlines are up since the fall of Cabal. Uh, so but I mean whatever. You said bodies, didn't you? I did. There's a lot of bodies going down, but you know, Oh, you talking about dead bodies. Yeah, I was talking about that too. Uh it's a lot of niggas dying because of what words are being told and said. I just sent you a, a, a clip. I sent you a link. This is from Baller Alert. And a lot of women probably died over the weekend, especially if their dudes check their phone. Because Baller Alert asked, does your boyfriend slash husband have a small penis? And I just want to go through some of these uh, comments. Oh, I thought it was some audio I just seen. Okay. Nah. So... If you want, you can scroll through them and kind of look at it too. But one, I want to ask you, is this body shaming? Wholeheartedly it is. Yes. Mm. Yes, it is body shaming. If, we, if, what, if, we, if what we say about women is body shaming, then this damn show is body shaming. Fuck you mean? Mm. So one of the comments says, y'all woke up and chose pure violence. <laughs> why would Another person says, why would people answer this? Another person says, y'all trying to get our heads knocked off. <laughs> One person says, I know a guy. Oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Another person says, depend on. Oh, snap. Hold on. Let me enlarge this. Unlike my penis. Depends <laughs> on what she takes out the drawer. Uh, I'm here for the comments, says another. He wouldn't be my husband if he had a small penis. I'm just here for the. Oh, I don't. Is it, is it small penis subjective, though? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a, I think that's a bit subjective. I think that is one of those situations where it's just like, hey. <laughs> I think the worst part is the dudes in the comments trying to justify. <laughs> this nigga's like, I'm a grower, not a shower. Negro. Mm. Is that real? Can you <laughs> can is that a, is that a real thing? Like can we use that excuse? I'm a grower, not a shower. Yeah. You just better grow. <laughs> I mean, nigga, if you're not a shower, that shit better <laughs> power pole extend. Uh, this lady says, not a she, this lady says, yep, and so does my side, dude. I can't pick a good ninja for shit. Baby, why are you fucking two niggas, and why are you fucking two niggas with small dicks? You got one, that same person at the house. I mean, both their dicks might equal a long one. But ain't she ain't having it at the same time. So what's the point? Mm. Damn. My man. last this li- listen to this one. My last baby daddy didn't realize how small until I stopped. Oh wait, she's. I guess she's saying I didn't realize. But my last baby daddy, comma, didn't realize how small until I stopped liking him. Love really is blind. Hmm. My ex had a really small one. I felt zero pressure and had the nerve to be an alpha male. What a joke. Oh, you can't be an alpha male if you got a small penis? 
Apparently not. And this chick says yes with two exclamation marks. What about the I bills look. you don't have to pay? <laughs> so this chick says yes, exclamation mark. But I love him. He treats me so good. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I keep scrolling. <laughs> you ain't got to pay no bills. So what's look the problem? At, this guy says, I got a mid-sized car for a one-car one garage. Maybe these women got too much garage. Should a man feel bad for having a normal-sized car? Mm, see? See? Some, some of us do have two doors. This guy says, y'all do know we can't control how big it is. That's the comment that really got to me. I was like, bro, you were trying to justify to a pack of wolves. Like, this, this is never going to end well. Just stop. I don't know, man. I've I've what? never I've never had to I don't I mean I've never had to justify it. What do you mean? I, I ain't never had to be like, yo, this right oh, here, I mean, this this peen right here is normal. It's average size. I mean, I think most dudes know what they're working with going into the situation. I mean, not if the not if the last woman lied to you. Somebody gonna <laughs> tell you the truth. Like, I'm gonna believe uh, the lie. <laughs> That's your it's, fault. it's huge, baby. It's so big. Where's I my five hundred dollars? I have a business plan. Wow, it's a, <laughs> it's some shit that you can't, you just can't justify. Like you know what I mean? Like it, if you if she says you have a big dick and then you stick it in and there's no reaction ever, you don't have a big dick. Yeah, but she might have a big puss. She might. I might stick but, it in and it just the walls are gone. <laughs> she got Chinese drywall in there. What am I supposed to do? And Chinese <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Those walls are, are those walls are done. Usually they renovate when the walls are done. <laughs> but I would suggest moving. <laughs> need to get a new house. You might need to get a new house, but <laughs> I don't know. I just I, reading these comments is pretty interesting because it's like the dudes are trying to justify their dick size. The women are just straight up telling the truth, saying, "Yeah, he got a small dick, but I still fucked him." So what's the point? Well, a lot of a lot of women be like, now the thing is, if if they didn't, if we won X X Y or Z, it didn't count, and they X, don't put Y or Z. Like if it, if uh, if I didn't come, if the dick was small, or if it was something else, it don't count. Oh, okay. So that's why I'm just like, get, get the fuck out of here. But that, well, you can't take it back. You can't take it back. Still fuck though. Yeah, exactly. Like I know what we what we did. I know well, what see, was put inside of you. That's the funny part. Like. They tell you it's not it's not the size of the boat, it's the motion in the ocean. I ain't heard that. I, mean? I ain't heard that in years. Oh, no. I ain't heard that since 2003. See? Chinese drywall, yet again. It's Hurricane Ida. <laughs> she getting fucked up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hurricane Ida. Yeah. So I, I just don't know. It's just reading these comments, it just seems Guys, don't try to justify. Just work with what you got. Make sure that you know what you're doing. If you if you got a small dick, that's not the end of it all. You know what I'm saying? Just learn how to eat pussy. Maybe eat the booty. Join the eat the booty game. But I'm just it is other things you can do. Use toys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but the woman say, gotta be willing though. She fucking you. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You putting these motherfuckers on pedestals. She gotta be, she gotta be. <laughs> How are you getting the pussy? And she's like, oh, I fucked him, but he had a small dick. Yeah, I fucked him. But my wallet was big. Hey, that's it. <laughs> Whatever your acceptance for having sex with the dude, that's on you, ma'am. That ain't on me. You know what I mean? I'm talking to the kings out here who think they inadequate because they ain't got a slinger. 
You know what I mean? Like, nigga, just handle your business. He said, the kings that feel it adequate. Because <laughs> they ain't got no slang. <laughs> nigga, you need to start your own talk show. <laughs> I do. It's a company podcast. Oh, nigga, you need, you, need to, you need to do a Kevin Samuels. Hey, brother. <laughs> hey, brother, your slanger ain't big. Don't worry about it, because that woman is going to respect you of who you are. No, nah, I ain't never say all that, but she ain't going to respect you, nigga. Don't get in the argument. She's going to kill you, nigga. You tiny dick bastard. That's why your daddy fuck better than you. You be like, oh, shit. You fuck with daddy? <laughs> he said he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's the third time. Goddamn, daddy. That's why he don't bring none of his girls home no more. <laughs> nigga, that's why you need to move out. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I used to tell women all the time. I said, do not talk to him. He will fuck you. I promise you he'll fuck you. He'll try. He'll try you. I mean, look, I'm sorry, bro. Your dad just a better nigga. That nigga just... <laughs> he ruthless. Nigga don't say shit. Yeah, he do. I got him. <laughs> go go to the store for me and get the condom, the big box. <laughs> my dad be saying checkmate. <laughs> oh you oh oh you brought some Doritos, man? Okay. We're gonna share the bag, right? right. I thought you were going to Walmart. <laughs> nigga, walk I am. I'm shopping right now, nigga. Don't you see this grocery? Cart? Hey man, let me tell you. <laughs> Story time with Cole Jackson again. I went <laughs> I was with my dad. I was at my dad's house. Mm-hmm. And I, I I was going to Walmart. I had to go to Walmart to pick something up for my grandma. Right? Mm-hmm. I forgot my wallet. You feel me? Forgot my wallet. Turned around, came back. Walked in on this nigga getting some head. From your chick? Nah. Oh, it was just some random chick. <laughs> right. <laughs> nigga. She, <laughs> like, I thought I had 15 minutes, man. You better not when you walk in this door. She jumped up and ran into his room, and this nigga was like, what you forget? Hey, he's in the living room? <laughs> yes. I mean, it's his house. And nigga said, what'd you forget? <laughs> I said, uh... I forgot who the fuck you were. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't run. He didn't chase her or nothing. He just stood there and was like, what she you forget? Leave? He knew where she went. She in the bedroom assuming the position right now. <laughs> I have walked in on my dad fucking so much. Oh it is ridiculous. God. That nigga is ruthless. Like, I walk... Like, I unlock the door, open up the door... And I hear that little, oh, I was like, well, I'll just go to my homeboy's house. <laughs> All right, I'll call that nigga in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you, what you think I pay for these four walls for? Nigga? This is my house. I do what I want. That nigga is ruthless. Hey. Speaking of ruthless, since we're on that topic, mm-hmm. here's a man who doesn't who doesn't have to worry about that that question. While police were in pursuit of a man during a high-speed chase, the man identified as Tyson Gilbert cut his penis off and threw it out the window at the police. Gilbert reportedly told the police (laughs) that voices in his car was telling him to cut it off and save the world. (laughs) Tennessee Tennessee Highway Patrol Bobby Johnson (laughs) detailed the pursuit, quote, when I was pulled, when I pulled up behind him and turned on my lights, he took off and he went right past the stop sign. He was he was all over the road and he the whole time he t- he turned off on Old Liberty Road and then came to a stop. He then pursued to he he then opened his door. He was naked and covered in blood and then he shut the door 
threw his penis at me, and continued to drive. <laughs> Johnson also added, the Alexandria Police Department had spiked the uh, uh, Highway 70 as he was going through Alexandria. Uh, he kept traveling West Brown into Wilson County. The THP, the THP uh, spiked spiked him in uh watertown but continue he continued westbound we finally was able to box him in and get him stopped on highway 70 gilbert is reportedly being treated for a self-inflicted injury and he remains in custody due to outstanding warrants for unknown offenses shogun how do you feel about this man's penis being a weapon to stop the police while he was on a high-speed chase I feel like he thought he was playing Mario Kart. He was like, I need a power-up. If I got a turtle shell, I'm good. What I got? A banana peel? All right, there it is. How do you chop his dick off? What he got? He got a sword in the passenger seat, my nigga? Throw that. You know what I'm saying? You need your dick. Well, maybe not anymore. This nigga chopped his dick off. In a high-speed car chase, you topped your dick off. He said the voices in his head said if he chopped Turn it off. Turn the radio was- off, nigga. <laughs> What you listen to? GTA radio, nigga? Stop. <laughs> it told him to save save the world. You should chop your dick off and save the world. All right. Clearly he wasn't small. <laughs> no, the car just swerved that shit through some spikes at his ass. Like, get this shit out of here. Hey, Mario Kart, you should have got the first place after that. This man literally threw his dick at the police during a fucking chase. I love the fact that the police put out spike strips to stop him. I would have just waited to him to run out of gas. Like he eventually gonna bleed out. I don't think. I think they wanted to try to save him. <laughs> hey man, cut his own dick off. Nigga, he ain't gonna want to live. Hey man, police gotta protect. He want to live, man. The police gotta protect the serve, my nigga. Oh, <laughs> this is very selective. I'm pretty sure he felt bad because this man cut his dick off. He felt bad. <laughs> I would have been like, what the fuck did he throw out the window? It's his dick. He better be lucky and run that shit over. Mm. I mean, they didn't reattach it, I'm sure. It was a high-speed chase. <laughs> they didn't pick it up or go back and pick it up and no shit like that. This man covered in blood, closed the door, got out, or he stayed in the car and then threw the shit out the window. He clearly don't want that dick. Man, that nigga was on, on that shit. Fentanyl. Why? What is it about... <laughs> These southern states <laughs> that people do shit like this. Like, this is a Tennessee. I, I don't get it, man. Like, is the drugs just that good or? Okay. <laughs> I just told you about Tennessee. <laughs> They're a liberty-loving place. Like, this is the same place where a man slung his colostomy bag at the police. They they not they not over bioterrorism. They'll use whatever they got. <laughs> I just feel bad for the dude, man. Why? Because he lost his dick. He chopped his own dick off. I know, man, but come on, bro. And you feel bad for this man? Hey, man. That's... He's still alive. Somehow they arrested this guy. Hey, man. I just feel bad. <laughs> what? He alive. <laughs> he ain't living. <laughs> I know more. Man. <laughs> he alive, but he ain't living. He ain't living, <laughs> he ain't living man. You right he ain't about living, that. bro. I just Jeez. I feel bad, man. I feel bad for hey hey uh was was Tyson Gilbert? Hey man, get get better, <laughs> get better, brother. Ah, I gotta know Tyson T Y. Oh, you know what color he is. You know what color you know what color he is. I don't need to know his color. He's thirty nine. Is he dead? Nah, I'm just I've seen the mugshot. 
It wasn't a bad looking guy. He looked like he was a little strung out. He alive, but he ain't living. He definitely ain't living. Damn, I was just on Old Liberty Road. <laughs> but to be honest with you, I'm not really surprised. Like, I can see how it happened. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Oh, 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 here we go. He was arrested for trying to steal four different rental cars from a rental company. Uh, that, 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 that was his. <laughs> he tried to. He tried to steal an Audi Q3, an Audi A5, a Chevy Malibu, and a Nissan Rogue. I got taste. Yeah. Uh, he was on. He was jailed and with a bond of sixty-one thousand hmm. dollars. Now they didn't say if they reattached his dick. You know what? I would say that the vaccine made me do it. Mm. Just whatever kind of situation nah, that don't work. Nah, I, I think I think I think drugs are more that speed okay well if you think drugs are more of that speed have you heard about the update about the man who married the sex doll didn't you bring this or did no I this is it? your story. This is my story this is your story yeah i'm just bringing the update about it no i didn't hear about the update did they get a divorce no 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 <laughs> it's more salacious the man who married a sex doll, he was a bodybuilder who married a sex doll. He posted a video on his Instagram showing him cheating on his sex doll. So his sex doll is being repaired, quote unquote. Oh, you was waiting on me to. Yeah, I, I just wanted to read. What were you cheating on a wit? No, no. The refrigerator? <laughs> Cheat. <laughs> the refrigerator get moist and he's just like, I got to have some of that refrigerator ass. I, I'm surprised that that's the first question. His sex doll is in the shop being repaired. Right. Killing that It's like person. a Toyota. Killing that ass. <laughs> like, what else does a sex doll do? I'm pretty Nothing, sure he, right? he, he might have ripped her holes. Hmm. So. <laughs> when her arms came off. All right. So he married his sex doll around Christmas time. And he posted a new cheating video showing him in his under underwear stroking what looks like a metal mass while making some strange noises a yes he mass. was having sex with an ashtray damn i said refrigerator fuck yeah <laughs> those damn ashtrays i mean they do have a lot of butts in them <laughs> i well damn it that makes a lot of sense right there you explained it all he eat the ass too <laughs> yeah I just don't know what's going on in the world. Do you think this is like drugs or this is his way of trying to get attention? He married a sex doll, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Who legally he, wedded he him is, to a sex doll? He is past therapy now. And he got yeah, caught. They just, he got caught fucking an ashtray. <sighs> hey, man. He shot a video. Whatever. This was not catching. Whatever he floats your boat. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> whatever floats your boat, buddy. Mm, that ass, I thought it was the. I, I, I had my money on the refrigerator, bro. I was like, this refrigerator. He done gave the refrigerator. So. He was like, he's like, mm. that shit mighty cold. <laughs> <laughs> I can heat it up for you, baby. <laughs> like what? Slide the dick. Say, you just want me to come inside? I see you got some room. Your empty heart. I could fulfill you. <laughs> he was most uh -oh. definitely trying to get that ass. Mm. And he did. You talking about the, the Boston? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, shit. That's terrible. Even worse. Okay. Oh, I'm about to. Oh, I'm really about to make you outraged. Mm-hmm. <sighs> a barber was robbed for nearly $30,000 in stolen items while he was shaving a customer. Surveillance footage captured in the Bronx uh, of a, a barber getting robbed of $30,000 uh, of a lot of his, I guess, instruments. Uh, in the video, the suspect walks into the barbershop with a small black bag and immediately approaches the 27-year-old barber from behind while he was shaving uh, a customer. Guy took his pistol out, and he <laughs> and he, uh, remain, he remained in the shop while he was uh, robbing the suspect while he was holding the bag. The barber starts uh, placing the items into the bag. So apparently he put the gun up to the barber and said, hey, put, put the shit in the bag, man, and, and let me get up out of here. Uh, when the suspect started exiting the barbershop, the barber attempted to grab the bag before the thief turned around and threatened to use his gun. Uh, the suspect reportedly stole four gold chains, a Rolex watch, a ring, a gold bracelet, two cell phones, $700 in cash, and a partridge in a pear tree, apparently. The, <laughs> the police have not apprehended this suspect, but hopes to, uh, hopes to find him or identify him via the cameras that was in the shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shogun, how do you feel about a barber getting robbed while he was shaving a client? I mean, I feel like this is one of the most sacred and sanctified places in America. You do not fuck with the barber. And I don't understand why people don't understand why you shouldn't fuck with the barbershop. Because the barber knows everybody. When this barber finds out that a new shop has opened up, <laughs> he gonna go down there and say, hey man, I just need to cut edge up my size. He gonna look around. He gonna sit down. He gonna watch to see who comes in and out. And he gonna realize, oh yeah, them's <laughs> my clippers right there, and that's my chain. And you ain't got no cameras because you just opened up. I'm gonna commence to whooping that ass. <laughs> he gonna get his shit back. You don't fuck with a barber. Like I don't know why niggas think that barbers are sweet. Them niggas ain't sweet. Yeah, <laughs> you know I don't know. I, mean? I ain't never met no barber that that don't that take bullshit from nobody. Yo. <laughs> Every barber that every barber I've ever met is just like, hey, you need to watch your tone, yes sir. <laughs> watch, your, watch, like, watch your tone in here, boy. You better chill the fuck out. You at the barber shop, nigga. I ain't never seen a nigga try a barber before. Cause he'll cut you. <laughs> I got a straight raise. I do this shit daily. <laughs> fuck wrong with these niggas, man. What, what? Here, wait, hold on. Why do we... <laughs> maybe I shouldn't ask this question? It ain't none of my damn business, but. Four gold chains, a Rolex watch, a ring, he, a gold he bracelet. two black dudes. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Half of the gold chains came from one of them. Three of them did, nigga. <laughs> he got a necklace from the other nigga. I just. And he got two cell phones. What else? 17000 no, it's seven seven hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, seven hundred. Oh, okay. Everything, every, everything added up to thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, man, they gonna fuck this dude up when they find him. I ain't never met no barber that was a punk though. I ain't never met no punk barber, ever. They don't exist. Like I, I mean, they do exist. <laughs> niggas who can't get your lineup right, them the punk barbers. But most of them, they you know they straight. No nah, man, but I mean, no, nah, I think I, 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 ain't, I don't even, I don't even think the bad barbers are probably still tough niggas. Like I don't think you would fuck with a. It, it I depends on where they got their certificate. <laughs> Is that what that is? That's what it is. But it depends great. on where they got their certificate. Yeah, <laughs> they, they got it while they was in jail, my nigga. Oh, you fucked up. Oh shit, that nigga kill you. 
Basically. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all niggas. Y'all better, y'all better realize, stop fucking with the barbers. And at least the barber had enough. He didn't. He kept shaving his client. He was shaving his client at the time too, and I thought that was pretty dope. Like he was just like, "Hey, nigga, I'm gonna make sure you straight, bro. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna play you. I ain't gonna fuck you up." Right. If I was a nigga and in the chair, I'd be looking for his ass too. The nigga who robbed. Oh yeah, nigga. I got an interview in the morning. <laughs> this motherfucker got me half cut. Fuck out of here. <laughs> so good. Why is it always an interview when somebody getting their half cut? That's, that's your, your go to every time. Like, hey, I got a, I got an interview in the morning. All right, so I got a win next week, nigga. I'm gonna stop this nigga from fucking my shit up. And he gonna take my chain. My grandma gave me that chain. Oh my god, yeah. You know they see what? What was Jimmy? Jimmy, not Jimmy McMillan. What was? What was his name? Jimmy McCullen. What was the nigga in the barbershop? Jimmy, Jimmy Brown. Yeah, Jimmy Brown. What was Jimmy Brown when we need him? You got a point. You got a point. Jimmy Brown, the nigga that 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 he went in it. That shit wouldn't even went down to Jimmy Brown was in that bit. They should have called him. That, you God. know, that's what that's what we need, man. We need more Jimmy Browns in America, bro. We just need more Jimmy. Jimmy Brown would have whooped his ass. He was like, "Hey, boy, you can put that gun down because it ain't what gonna stab me." But you got a punk ass forty five. What is that? Twenty two. Nigga, yeah, I eat this shit. For I eat this shit for breakfast, nigga. Yeah, I went to I went to Desert Storm, nigga. I was over in Afghanistan rescuing America before you was born, bitch. Nah, I was in Afghanistan last week whipping niggas' ass. Man, and you look like one of them. <laughs> Punk ass motherfucker. Man, I can't, I can't wait to make Jimmy Brown the movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait what to if, make what if, what if Jimmy Brown was actually a punk and that was just the day he snapped? <laughs> Like his wife left him. He got fired from his job. He, you know what I'm saying? They t- they towed his car. They wrecked it. The only thing he got, they didn't wreck his car. They scratched his car, and that's the only thing he got left. He got evicted, and the niggas tried to steal that shit. He just saw red. Hey, that ain't the story I'm gonna tell. This, nigga, this, nigga, this is gonna be the new age Forrest Gump guy there. Jimmy Brown, <laughs> Jimmy Brown fought, did it all. Jimmy Brown fought in several wars. <laughs> whooped a lot of niggas' ass in the hood. <laughs> That nigga got a tattoo of a boat on his chest. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, Jimmy Brown gonna be the, the most gangster nigga you ever heard of in your life. Nigga. You're gonna have to have a tie-in at the end. It's like, and that was the day I beat Debo. It was a Friday, I believe. <laughs> Jimmy Brown go I'm a, okay, Jimmy Brown the movie. It's coming. I can't Jimmy wait Brown to make it. I gotta figure out who go I gotta figure out who gonna play Jimmy Brown. Like I need a uh I need a gruff black actor to, to do it. I don't know who I can find, though. I need somebody to look rough. Shaq. No, nah, he too big. I need Jimmy Brown to be average height. And it <laughs> Who can pull off them Steve Harvey suits? I need to find an actor that can pull off a Steve Harvey suit. Because that's what he going to wear the whole movie, even when he in the war. <laughs> you know what? You know what? This is going to sound corny, but I think it might work. Anthony Anderson. He got just enough, like, angriness in him that I feel like if he got pushed, he could do a training day. Mm. He black nah. Captain America, dog. I don't know if I can do that. That might not be. No, good. no, not Anthony. No, that's Anthony Mackie. I'm talking about from blackness. A black. Oh, Anthony. 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 Okay. Anthony Anderson. Anderson. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. He, he he too smiley for me. I need a gruff looking ass nigga to play Jimmy Brown. I need somebody rough. 
I might find my uncle. One of my uncles will play him with some gin. <laughs> Everybody else getting paychecks. He getting gin. That nigga getting a case. He getting a case. He's going to show up for two days of shooting. That third day, he's going to be drunk off his ass, nigga. Third? You know first, he ain't going to leave. The first day. Oh, yeah. He's going to be drunk. He's going to show up drunk. <laughs> Where I got to go to fuck the white bitches? What's my line? <laughs> well, I got to read all this shit. God damn, nephew. Yeah. Uh, COVID news. Joe Rogan got coronavirus. COVID nineteen. Here's a link. Play that link. Hold on. Play that beautiful bean footage for the folks at home. I think the question that everybody's asking about this is: He's using ivermectin, which is an unproven horse dewarmer, and Joe Rogan said he took it. All right, and here we go. And it turns out I got COVID. Popular podcaster and mixed martial arts celebrity Joe Rogan announcing today on Instagram he contracted COVID, but says with a mixture of medicines, including the controversial horse dewormer that has poisoned hundreds of people nationwide, he's now recovered. We immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin, Z-Pak, uh, uh, prednisone, everything rogan says he went through one bad night of symptoms but has improved over the last three days he has yet to say publicly whether he is vaccinated and has gone against public health officials saying younger healthy people don't need to get vaccinated speaking of younger people with schools back in session with in-person learning and kids under 12 still unable to get vaccinated we're starting to see what that means for the transmission of covid among the young the closer you are to someone uh, the more likelihood there can be of transmission. L.A. County Public Health Director Barbara Ferrer holding a briefing today with the superintendent on the latest numbers, and they show a clear advantage to getting kids vaccinated. That dotted blue line on top is for unvaccinated kids aged 12 to 17. The solid blue line on the bottom is the same age group, but with a vaccine. And more good news, it appears infections among all age groups are coming down. Over the last week, uh, we've now started to see case rates decrease or plateau among children of all ages. With Labor Day weekend nearly upon us, the CDC with a warning today to those who still refuse to get a vaccine. First and foremost, if you are unvaccinated, um, we would recommend not traveling. The U.S. now surpassing 160,000 new cases a day on average, with hospitalizations topping 100,000. Given where we are with disease um, transmission right now, um, we would say that um, people need to take their own these risks into their own consideration as they think about traveling. And one more note about vaccinations. Moderna has, has uh, submitted their initial data to the FDA to get a booster authorized for emergency use. Pfizer is likely to go into use about September 20th. That's the date that President Biden has set to try and get those boosters for everyone else. If Moderna's goes through, that should come sometime shortly thereafter. Rogan, because he used ivermectin. Like, that's the one thing that they're pointing out. They're saying he's using a horse dewormer. It's not approved. It's going to kill people. There's a lot of people getting sick because they're following the news of ivermectin. Mm -hmm. And they're not really explaining if it worked or not. Like, they're not even saying if Joe Rogan is vaccinated. Like, he hadn't publicly said if he is or isn't. Most people think he is vaccinated and he was one of those breakthrough cases and in that he got, you know, sick and he threw the kitchen sink at it and it seemed to have worked. But this is the funny part. 
the monoclonal crap that they're talking about and the ivermectin and and the vaccine are mm-hmm. all the same shit that Donald Trump took when he got COVID mm-hmm. and his old ass got over it and he's extremely out of shape. Like, shouldn't this be something that they're, you know, looking into? Mm-hmm. I don't it know. Just, it seems a little odd that everybody jumps on and is like, well, this is horse dewormer. Why are you using horse dewormer in a human? Like, <laughs> y'all, like we don't use medicines for various different reasons and for different things like we don't mm. just because you can use duct tape to like fix your your broken chair it doesn't mean you can't use duct tape to tape on a freaking <laughs> i don't know review mirror mm. you know what i mean like medicine has multiple uses right just because it works one way for something doesn't mean that you can't use it for something else like i just feel like this is kind of shining some light into the whole situation where it's more to the story than what we're being told yeah uh yeah i think it was a lot of pushback on what joe rogan was doing as far as like medicating himself but a lot of people have been commenting on his opinions about COVID 19 too period from the jump yeah and you know i'm like i I think you kind of said it best on the podcast before hey my body my choice is joe rogan's body is his choice if if that way he i mean the way he wants to deal with it is the way he deal with it let let it be. Um, I don't think he's out here. I personally don't feel like he's out here influencing people. But what do I um, know? He's very influential, and he did say young people who are healthy probably shouldn't get the vaccine. But he also got sick, and he might have been vaccinated, and somehow he recovered within three days. When the average people take a whole week, maybe two weeks, to mm. get COVID out of the system, and that's being vaccinated. So it's just like. There's some studies saying that ivermectin is working, though it is a horse dewormer, but it seems to be effective. But nobody's looking at that. They're all in jumping on it, saying that this is something we use in horses. You shouldn't use it. And there is people who are ordering it and they're taking it and they're getting sick because they don't understand the dosage of it all. Mm -hmm. But that's because, you know, you can't go to a doctor and a doctor can't approve it and the ones who do approve it you can't find a pharmacy who will give it to you so it's just kind of odd that we might have other ways of treating COVID Mm. but it's looking it's being frowned upon Mm. so I just thought it was kind of odd that you know uh, Joe Rogan got it and then he got over it and then people are still mad at Joe Rogan what it's like what did y'all want y'all wanted him to die it just seems like people want to be oh I told you so you shouldn't take all that shit but I don't know, it's just kind of weird. Yeah. COVID has turned people crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I Like I said, man, I, I really feel like it's his body, his choice. He's an American. I, I, I thought it was a, a bit of a, a freedom thing here, but what do I know? I'm just some dude that went to Bishop Sycamore and <laughs> got my education. So there there you have that. Did you win any football games? Uh-uh. I, I, I was actually in the band. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's a hybrid. Yeah, yeah, it's a new thing. They futuristic <laughs> over there, Bishop Sycamore. So yeah, you feel me? Uh, did you hear that the officers got charged with the death of Elijah McLean? We talked about that story a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So just to update, that's all. Yeah, finally, we getting a little justice. A little justice every now and again. Uh, I'm I'm actually out of stories. 
<laughs> oh, I got one more. Okay. I saved the the best story that we as men should probably not talk about. You remember when I said I had a theme about bodies? Yeah, I thought you were just listening to Meg Meg the Stallion song. <laughs> body yadi 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 Well, speaking of music, apparently little Uzi Vert got the diamond stolen out of his forehead. Is that a <laughs> is that a legit story? Or is that some bullshit? I think it's bullshit. I don't know I how legit that shit too. is. I don't even like, think the diamond was real i mean it's like i haven't seen a photo or anything yet either so it sounds stupid right but it was like a 24 million dollar diamond yeah. that he had surgically and stuck in his forehead like bro get the, get the fuck, fuck out of here. here nobody please that shit. please get the fuck out of here but the other thing is texas has changed the game again they just changed the abortion laws in the state where now they're saying that you cannot have an abortion if a heartbeat can be detected. So what that means within the first six weeks of pregnancy, that's the time like after six weeks, that's the time then a heart can be detected. And after that moment, they've determined that that is a life and you cannot abort it. So that means most of the women have to get the, uh, get an abortion before six weeks the issue is the most common time that women get an abortion is within six weeks so you know if if you get one period a month and you get sick you know you get pregnant within (laughs) that month it's going to take at least four weeks before you know that you're late you know what i mean Mm. and so this is this is stirring up a lot of controversy. Uh, I've seen a lot of people talking about men should not be making laws about women's body. And it's just bringing the whole conversation about abortion again. Now, we are two guys. We probably shouldn't be talking about this. We, and we, actually, brought this, we actually brought this to the show when they were even thinking about this. We actually brought this to the, to the show a while ago. Right. And I think the company line on this one is like, hey, if, if it's my chick my woman my girlfriend my wife or whoever like i would want to be involved in the conversation about having the abortion am i wrong wasn't that what we kind of agreed yeah so in this situation it's kind of changing the dynamics of it and it's saying that anybody can sue the person who goes to have the abortion and anybody who assists that person to having the abortion. So that means if your wife or your girlfriend or whoever gets an Uber and drives to the abortion clinic and gets the abortion, you can now sue your wife and you can sue the Uber who took your wife to the abortion clinic. <laughs> this is fucking insane. So let's play that beautiful bean footage. The new law bans abortion once a fetal heartbeat can be detected about six weeks in before most women would know they're pregnant. The new limit will be enforced by private citizens. They can sue anyone who helps a woman get the procedure after six weeks. Doctors, friends, even an Uber driver could be sued for $10,000. Texas has literally turned back the clock 50 years. So it's an incredibly dark day, not just for the 7 million women of Texas, but also to you know, the 80% of Americans who, who believe that there should be safe and legal abortion. Our creators endowed us with the right to life. The bill was signed in May, but a challenge delayed its impact. The Supreme Court, now dominated by conservatives, gave no response and the clock ran out. There is a war on my body and a war on my rights. 
The Texas high school valedictorian whose speech against the bill went viral in June is devastated today. That life-changing decision of whether or not you carry that pregnancy to term and what happens afterwards is no longer up to us. The White House called the law outrageous and unconstitutional, violating nearly 50 years of abortion rights established under the landmark Roe v. Wade decision. Vice President Kamala Harris said this all-out assault on reproductive health effectively bans abortion for nearly 7 million Texans of reproductive age. Anti-abortion activists are celebrating but not claiming total victory yet. The Supreme Court could still hear that challenge. If not, the Texas heartbeat law could well become a template for states trying to curtail abortion access. Carolyn Dunn, CBC News, Washington. Okay. What they're worried about is that this is going to change everything. Like all the other states are going to fall in line and do the same thing. You know, Mm -hmm. most of the Republican led states are going to say, yo, abortion is wrong. You know, we shouldn't be doing it. I'm conflicted on this one. Like, I'm not a fan of abortion, but I'm also not telling women what to do with their body. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't I don't really like the meme that's going around talking about men should not be making laws about women's body because it doesn't like I don't know if this is. This isn't the best example of that, you know, like Mm -hmm. the the civil rights era, you know, helped women out more than it helped, you know, a race of people. Mm -hmm. So like. Men have done some good shit for women. Like, is it perfect? No. But just flat out saying men should not be involved in anything that deals with a woman, that's just kind of backwards. Especially, what what if you get a trans person in there? Like, well, if it's a, a used-to-be man, now it's a woman. Can that person now have a say-so in women's rights? So I, I just don't think having a blanket statement like that is productive in this situation. So that now, should the statement be more of the government shouldn't, like, with that kind of... Do you feel like yeah. maybe just saying, hey, the government shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Making it into a sexist issue is is, is not it's not going to help out. I'm like, I understand what they're saying. Like, this mm-hmm. is a terrible law. Like, it doesn't help anybody in any way, mm-hmm. because what if a woman doesn't what if she's not in the best situation to take care of that child? You know what I mean? Yeah. And she chooses to have an abortion. That's on her. That's her choice. You know what I mean? But. If it was me in that situation, I would hope my partner respects me a little bit where we would talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I don't think the majority of people who are having abortions are using it for contraceptive reasons. You know, yeah. it's like they're not they're just fucking up and like, whoop, I got it. I'm pregnant. Yeah. Uh, let me get rid of this. Yeah. But it does bring a question to when is it a life like that has been the argument from here on out. Like everybody completely can't get on the same page. And one of the comments upon a video that I watched was like, if you murder a pregnant woman, you get charged with double homicide. Mm. So if you can kill a pregnant woman and they say that that's a murder, what about an abortion? Is that a murder? So, you know, it, it just gets to that point where you're starting to think about things a little bit more. And I think Texas is finally trying to put a pin on this situation to say this is when we say it's a life when you can detect the heartbeat it is now no longer a piece of goo it's Mm. a human you know what i mean and once it's a human it has rights it has a right to life is that wrong i don't know if i'm the person to ask Mm. because 
if you put it that way, I'm going to look at it like, well, no, it makes sense. It, it's a human now, so it has the right to live. You shouldn't kill it. But at the same time, I am a supporter of abortion. Like, if you choose to have an abortion, that's your right. So I, I really don't know how I feel about this, but I want to be involved in this conversation. Like, I don't think I, I'm... I'm not trying to have all the answers here today. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to start the dialogue to like, well, let's discuss what's really going on. Like, do I think the conservatives are trying to stop people from, you know, murdering all these kids? Yeah. Cause they believe that every life is precious until it becomes <laughs> Hispanic or black or anybody who chooses to think anything different than they do. Yeah. Or, or, you know, until it starts, you know, taking money from, yeah, uses, for the taxpayers and not yeah. working and all this other and, stuff. And that's not fair to say because not all conservatives feel that way, but that's just the, the unified thought that a lot of people get from them. And that's on conservatives for not explaining their ideals even better or trying to reach out more and, you know, get people to understand their side of things. Mm-hmm. But then also you got the liberal media twisting and spinning the story. So it, it, you're never going to get a, a straight answer out of anybody. Right. But it's like, what do the person, the human beings, what do you choose? What is the right thing? And it, and it kind of, it kind of makes you think even more where it's like, it's my body, my choice up until we get to this. Like it's no, my body, my choice when it comes to the vaccine, there's no, my body, my choice with the mask, but now it's a, my body, my choice when you get to a, an abortion. So like, I always ask this question, but where's the line? Like, I don't see the line here. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's making people upset. Like, I, I think most people want to have the right to choose. You know, it's like, hey, if you give me an option, I would like to have an option. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Right. But in this situation, they're trying to eliminate it because they're like, well, the majority of abortions happen six weeks or after. Okay. Is that fair to eliminate something like this when you can't even, you don't even know when to, if you're pregnant or not within those first six weeks? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's, it's a fucked up situation. I don't know if they're doing it the right way, but I'm kind of curious to see what the outcome is because any private citizen can sue somebody to, you know, who had an abortion. So I'm, go ahead. I, I just, man, to be completely honest with you, man. Like nobody should tell that particular person what to do with, with what what we don't know. First of all, I'm not a woman, so I don't really even know understand how um, women's bodies work when it comes to pregnancy. I don't understand the emotional aspect of it. I don't understand any of that because I'm a I'm a nigga. I can't get pregnant. Um, I can't. <laughs> unless, I mean, if, you, unless, if you go trans. If, if I'm a little Nas X, maybe, but you know. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, what is this? I, I don't know what this is proving or like like these people who are championing this this kind of stuff, like what's the end game? Like what is what is y'all goal? Y'all want more we wanna we wanna be we just wanna keep everything populated so even if they can't take care of this person, it's okay. Just have the life or right. Or like, I don't I like, like and, and they, those people don't support the social 
systems, you know, like the welfare programs right. and all that. They don't want people on those programs, but yet and still you want more people to be alive and yeah. existing. So it's like, uh, who's going to take care of these people? Exactly. And if that person's not fit to be able to handle a child, like, what do we, what do we, again, what's the, end, what's the end game? Like, what do we, what do we, what is the end game for this? I don't think, I don't, I don't think that other states will, will follow the lead on this. Shit. I just, I don't, man. It's too much. It's, it's I think it's too much hullabaloo behind a lot of this stuff, man. And I, and women are, are are pretty pissed off about this kind of shit. And I don't, yeah. and to be honest with you, I don't really blame them for being mad about it. Well, if they, t- if they told me that, let's see, I couldn't go to work unless I got, if I had COVID, I couldn't go to work and I have to get the vaccine. But if I, I would have to know if I had COVID and I have to have this vaccine and I couldn't go to work. I would argue with that all the time. I'm, I'm hell, I'm pushing back now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like telling people that they have to do something or limiting the fact that when they can do things, that's where you're going to have this issue of big government. Like you don't want big government controlling everything in every aspect of your life. Right. Like if you're not going to take care of the people and the people are making a conscious choice because it still affects their body. Like it's damaging women's bodies when they have an abortion. Mm -hmm. It's not something that's simple to happen. Like it's a lot of trauma that happens to your body. But I don't know if the majority of the women who are getting abortions are doing this just because they were having fun and they messed up. Or what about the mental trauma that they have to go through by looking at a child that they were because the man who did it was raping them or molesting them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot that again, I'm not a woman. Don't know. But I'm pretty sure it's some fucked up shit that comes behind some of these situations. You feel me? So Mm -hmm. I, I just I don't know what the end game is. I don't know why people are fighting. And maybe I'm a barbarian and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I don't know why people are fighting so hard for this to go to, to be a, a nationwide thing or I don't get it, man. Like, like people have, to, I've always looked at people as, as I've always looked at women being able to choose an abortion mm-hmm. as one of those things. That's actually a good thing because we don't know <laughs> if their uncle raped them and got her pregnant or something like that like mm-hmm. get stop no no in a situation should, of rape yeah I, I don't think there's a question that in a situation of molestation in a situation well any situation if a woman says yo i'm not having this kid because i just can't have this kid you know what i'm saying and it's just like well what about adoption i'm like well who's to say that that kid is gonna get raised in a, in a proper household also who's to well, say that, that the people who take that child is going to do right by that child and not molest them or not rape them or not do beat the hell out of it. Like we don't know people's agendas. Yeah. Well, see, this is something that I think one of my teachers told me, and this is kind of influenced the way I feel about abortion. They were like, how do we know that that child that you're aborting wasn't going to be the next Nikolai Tesla or the Albert Einstein or the next genius period. Like how do you not know that that child is going to change the world dramatically and you cut him short because you chose to have an abortion. Mm. And that's not fair to put that much pressure on somebody. But at the same time, you need to understand the context of your choice. You need to realize that you are stopping a life. Regardless of how you feel about it, before it has the heartbeat or after it has a heartbeat. Like, 
it's a fucked up situation to be in, period. Mm. And I'm not smart enough to handle this. I just think that this needs to be something that's talked about and, and handled between the two people who are having this kid. Mm. No government involved in intervention, but at the same time, man, I don't know. Maybe the government should come involved in, in this, but anytime I've seen the government get involved in a situation, they usually make it worse. Mm. Yeah, talk to the women over there in China about the, the about stuff like that. Right! They have a fucking... Uh, what is it? Population crisis right now in China because of the no, one child mm-hmm. policy. They got too many dudes and not enough women. Mm-hmm. They out there like I don't know who the fuck I'm a fuck. <laughs> I mean, like I don't know. And I, I'm I'm I just I want women to be able to have a choice of whatever they want to do with their body. I, period. If I'm the father involved, I would just like to have a conversation. But I think yeah. I think I think that's me being a little. This this whole Texas thing is way beyond just me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm thinking a little too personal. I really feel like women should be able to have the choice to be able to do what the fuck they want to do with their bodies. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? This it's it is it it is their choice on what they want to do. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm for that shit. I, I don't I don't I just don't know what the end game is supposed to be for this shit. And I agree with you. I'm right there on the same page with you. But I think we can go a little bit deeper into it and feel like and maybe talk about what's really going on. Like, is this murder? Like at the point that we are now at where we're we're determining that once you detect a heartbeat, that means it's a human being and that human being has rights. This is the start of the conversation. Now, I don't think it should be forced on anybody either way. But is this murder? And that's a fucked up situation to put anybody in, mm. you know, because I, I can make a choice. Oh, it's just snot and goo. It ain't nothing yet. I can zack that out and throw it away and keep on going about my day. But once you personalize it and once you make it or humanize it, humanize it, that's when it becomes a debate. And that's when it becomes morally wrong for a lot of people. And it's it's fucked up how they did it. Because six weeks into it, you don't really know if you're pregnant or not. Mm. You just, you're blindsided by it. Like, what if you're like, oh, I haven't had my period this month. What's going on? And then you go get a pregnancy test and you pee on it. And you're like, ah, oh, yeah, this one got it. It says I'm pregnant. I'm going to go get another test. You pee on it. A couple of days pass. You go set an appointment. You go to the doctor. You finally get in there. And the doctor, the doctor don't see you right then and there because you got the COVID regulations. So you got to get a t- COVID test once you pass to go in there from COVID. You go in there, it's been a whole extra week or so. Your time has been cut down dramatically, where it's like, if you don't know right then and there, you're not going to be able to have an abortion. Mm. So it's a, it's kind of like skirting the system and going around where you, they, they have reversed the ability to get an abortion. Mm. Unless you have sex that night, you realize that you're pregnant, you take a plan B, there's no other way to terminate a pregnancy. And this is fucked up. Mm. Like, I I don't think this is going to work out. But I guess the Supreme Court has already said, hey, this is law. So mm. we'll see. We'll see. We'll I just see. I don't, I don't want to have answers. I just wanted to start the conversation here. Like, people, if you have thoughts about this, please send, in this, send us an email at governmentspeak. That's G-U-B-S-P-E-A-K at gmail.com. That's governmentspeak at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send us an email or send us a voicemail. Or on the, do, the, do the normal. Get in get in the government name DMs. Like, I right. don't do it. We'll, we don't check the email enough. <laughs> yeah, I haven't checked it. I ain't going to lie. 
But I, I just I want to know. I, I like, is this right? Mm. Is this the the way to go about it? Like, how do you feel about it? Not you. I'm just to the listeners that's listening to this. Mm. How do you feel about the abortion situation? Like, are they fucking it up? Like, are you gonna go back to back alley abortions? Because I feel like that's the way it's gonna be. Mm. But I saw a news article today talking about be be prepared to see abortion bounty hunters. Mm. Like what? Is this America? Mm. All right. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got, man. Yes. I just wanted to ask that question. Like, when is a life a life? And is this right? Yeah. I I would rather have some women talk about that for, or yeah. or have that conversation. All right. Oh, we, oh, go ahead. I was saying we, we can definitely have that happen. I was just starting a conversation with us. Yeah. Um, I got nothing else. You ain't got nothing else. Nah. Go to Nashville. It's a great place. Hot chicken is delicious. <laughs> and and if you got a small peen, stay true to yourself, brother. Just learn how to eat ass. Buy toys. <sighs> or buy a prostitute. Whatever works for you. Uh <laughs> so she can lie to you. Right. <laughs> Thank you guys. That's the biggest dick I've ever seen. Thank you. Here's an extra fifty for your troubles. $50. Extra you get these no, discounted prices. No, extra fifty. Oh, <laughs> not fifty. Extra fifty. Yeah. Like, mm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Government Podcast. We will check you guys next week. Again, hit us up and join the conversation, man. We want we want people to talk to us about this. See what's yep, going yep. on. All right. All right. Check you guys next week. Peace. She is kind of fucking with my money, but I mean everything I said, <laughs> and I'll say it again. Be right here. Radio.